Yo, what's up everyone, and welcome to episode 49 of Crime and Court USA. I'm recording this on January 20, I'm sorry, January 17th, 2023. I'm your host, Mundo Carrillo. I hope you guys are doing well. Me, I'm doing all right. Nothing remarkable really happened to me in the last week, so um, let's just get right into some news, shall we? All right, so first off, the Supreme Court has decided to hear a case that will determine whether cities can ban sleeping and camping in public when there's no other options for homeless people. So basically, they're taking up whether cities can ban homeless encampments, all right? So let's, uh, let's do a little background here. This actually comes from the city. This originates, I should say, from the city of Grants Pass, Oregon. So a few years ago, the city outlawed camping in public, right, or sleeping in public, even though the city doesn't really have any services for homeless people, nowhere to sleep, really. So, yeah, and the city's only 40,000 people. It's a small town, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, they, they passed an ordinance. And after that, a few homeless residents filed the lawsuit saying that this law violated their constitutional right to be free from cruel and unusual punishment. All right? So a district, a federal district judge, district court judge, cited in the plaintiff's favor, saying the city can't do that. And then the case was then taken to a federal court of appeals. At a court of appeals, whether state or federal level, there's usually a panel of judges, usually about three or more, who decide on this. And I guess this was split. But a majority of the federal appeals court still found that the city couldn't do that, right? And the reason that the city was kind of fighting this in the first place was because, well, not the reason, but their argument. They were saying that they that this prohibits them from being able to pass laws that where they can be able to address their homeless problem, right? So they're saying you're taking away our ability to do that. And at least one of the justices or one of the judges on this uh, appeals panel agreed, like saying like, we're basically saying that cities can't come up with their own laws, right? But it didn't matter. They still sided with the plaintiffs. And then the city is now taking it to the Supreme Court. So that's where it is now. The court has said it'll hear it or it'll take up the case rather. So yeah, yeah, this will be forthcoming for sure. You know, I just feel like this is going to become more and more of an issue as homelessness continues to grow, particularly in the Western states, right? You know, we're seeing a big, big uptick, and obviously cities are going to want to address the the issue. In fact, the city of San Francisco, which according to scotusblog.com, shout out, very helpful website, the city of San Francisco spent over $672 million during the last fiscal year to provide shelter and housing to people who were experiencing homelessness. And as a, they filed a, what's called a friend of the court briefing, where basically they kind of like just filed something, I guess, because they had like a vested interest in this case as well. Well, pretty much like every city does, you know what I mean? But they filed a, uh, a, fr- a friend of the court brief and saying that this l- law or, you know, the, these rulings from these lower courts um, has made it more or has made it more difficult to enforce their own laws. Right, just kind of like what the city of Grants Pass was arguing. So this is going to be a big deal, I think, particularly with with even larger cities. I mean, Grants Pass is only 40,000 people. It's a small town. San Francisco, of course, much larger. L.A., Denver. I mean, we have all these large western states that are all trying to combat homelessness. Portland's in there as well. So, yeah, I guess this will just make it harder, possibly, because you can't just just ban homeless camps, right? That's the crux of this whole thing is basically 
making homeless camps illegal, right? I think we could all kind of see that. And, and you know, I, I get it. Again, I get it. They're an eyesore. They're just not ideal. They're not an ideal way for citizens to live. You know, if you want people living in your city, you want them being taken care of and being safe and all that. And 10 cities, you know, I, I imagine they're not terribly safe. So I think a lot of people are going to be interested in this one. I'm certainly interested in this one. I will keep my eye on it. I have no inclinations at all how the Supreme Court's going to go on this. Again, it's really, it's one side saying that we need, we need the ability to enforce laws to combat homelessness. And another side saying, hey, you can't, this is cruel and unusual punishment. You know, you can't make sleeping outside illegal when we have nowhere to sleep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I get it. I certainly get it. I'll keep my eye on it, folks, as you know I do, and I will keep you posted. All right, so let's move on to the next one, the Trump block of the show, <laughs> the obligatory Donald Trump block. This one's actually, we have like a kind of focus today, all right? This is about him talking shit in court, <laughs> specifically. So, uh, all right, let's get right into it. So in his civil trial in New York, where he's accused of falsifying financial documents to get better loans and so forth... That, I talked about it last week, but the closing arguments were on Thursday, which is the day that the episode went live, so kind of kind of hosed myself there. But anyways, he was given the ability to give his closing arguments. The judge kind of agreed with it. It looked like because there was no jury, it's a bench trial, which means that the judge is going to make the decision, or come to the verdict, rather. So, yeah, so he was given the ability to give his own closing arguments, and of course, he didn't disappoint. Started talking shit about everybody right away. He said the judge, Arthur Engoron, he attacked him, <laughs> saying that he had his own agenda that the judge did. He went after the attorney general for New York, Letitia James, accusing her of perpetuating a fraud. I mean, so he did his typical, like, everyone, this is all political. This is a political witch hunt kind of thing. You know, just his typical kind of defenses for himself. <laughs> so that happened. So typically during bench trials, and particularly ones for civil cases, the judges take a long time, months, to come to a verdict. I mean, this was a months-long trial, month-long trial, excuse me. A lot of evidence, financial trials, I mean, there's always so much paperwork, just reams and reams of paper, and, you know, it's, it's a lot to go through. And it's a lot to, um, you know, to make your decision on. It's a lot of evidence, a whole month of trial. So the, the verdict's probably not going to come down for, I'm guessing, that was a betting man. I would guess for not for several months, sometime maybe later in the spring or summer, honestly. I've seen, I've seen these things take forever. And again, you know, there's a lot to work with here, so it is what it is. So that happened on Thursday. Now, let's fast forward a little, shall we, to Wednesday, to today. Uh, this is now moving on to his, uh, an- another civil trial that has been filed against him by the writer E. Jean Carroll. It's a defamation trial. Now, in, back in 2019, she accused Trump of sexual assault, like years ago, all right, or in the 90s. Yeah, it was in the 90s. Yeah. So anyways, she accused him of sexual assault. He calls bullshit on that. He started allegedly defaming her, getting his followers to attack her, so on and so forth. So yes, she filed this defamation suit. Now, (laughs) apparently, according to the media coverage, he was sitting at the defense table, right? And he was muttering to his to his lawyer saying things like witch hunt and con job and finally the the other lawyer i guess heard this and 
you know, called it to the judge's attention. The jury was kind of kicked out of the room. Anytime that something sensitive like that, the jury may not need to hear or may not be in the best interest for the jury to hear, the jury get, gets kicked out. Or, I mean, I shouldn't say kicked out. They just, they take him out of the room for a bit. It happens quite often. There's, there's a lot the jury can't hear for them to give an impartial verdict. So, yeah, I'd say, I'd say it happens a few times a trial, at least. But anyhow, so they were kicked out. The, the issue was brought up. And after the judge told him, obviously, Trump is a defendant in this case, and the defendant has the right to be at their own trial. But the judge told him that if you keep talking your shit, dude, like, you're going to forfeit that right to attend this trial. I'm going to kick you out. To which Trump apparently responded that he would, quote, would love to be thrown out. (laughs) God, I I wish I could just watch these trials all day. Honestly, this sounds like, I don't know. I feel like none of the trials I've ever been to have been this exciting where the defendant's just talking shit to the judge, (laughs) to his face. Oh, it's so good. I mean, it's it's, it's horrible. It's really bad decorum, especially for the presidential uh, frontrunner for the GOP nomination. So... Yeah, I mean, we all know decorum wasn't his strong suit when he was president, so it's obviously not going to be after he's president or while he's running for president again. So, yeah, how is he able to be in court all the time and on the campaign trail all the time? You know what I mean? By the way, he, he won he won bigly in Iowa, like 48% or something, like just a landslide. DeSantis came in second. So he's probably going to lock up the nomination. That's I've been saying that for a while now. I, I think that's pretty clear. Like DeSantis is, is going to come out of nowhere. Yeah, there's n- nothing can stop Trump. No, no trials, no indictments, no nothing. <laughs> no, he's that heart is made of gold, baby. He can't he can't be stopped. All right, so he's going to slide on in to the to the nomination, face off against Sleepy Joe. Which, <laughs> which by the way, speaking of, speaking of shit talk, Sleepy Joe is a good one. Sleepy Joe is very good because it's true. He's a very sleepy man, very sleepy, and um. Yeah, I don't know. He's a very busy guy, this Trump guy. Can't help himself talking a little shit, you know, talking shit to a judge's face, calling a lady horse face while he's president. Oh, man. We'll see if I talk about him next week. I might. I probably, if he does anything funny like this. <laughs> Again, it's not like really funny. It's like, you know, it's, it's inappropriate. It's unprofessional. You know, lacks decorum, but I don't know. Accusing the judge of having an agenda is pretty funny. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, good times. All right, guys. I think that's enough for this week. Uh, shout out to the Patreon supporters, Daniel, Tony, Andres, and Emily. Really appreciate you guys. All right, guys. Until next time, my name is Mundo, and I'm out. Peace.